Hello there, Beard here. Uh, good evening, handy listeners, such as you are, and welcome to this episode of... I have no idea about the numbering structure I'm using. Um, uh, and, and this is our pre-SteamCon episode. I am joined, as ever, by donut-denying moose botherer, Captain Falcon himself, Mr. Connor Rooney. Hello! And the man that assures me that bog washing and water torture are entirely different things, uh, Mr. Panzer Harris. Hello! <laughs> That's a good impression. You're getting better. Um, hello. It's the evening before the evening before Christmas Eve Eve, as far as all things Steamforge are concerned. We thought we'd have a little chat because no, I've got a four-hour drive up to Manchester. I say drive. I'll be sat somewhere on a train, um, and I dare say you do as well. So, gents, uh, season four. Uh, how's it faring for you folks so far? And all things scalpel. <laughs> <laughs> I knew we should have brought Mr. Bream on. Yeah, yeah, Mostly well, so he can sit in the corner and giggle about yeah, scalpel. That's what he does. That's exactly. um, Captain Fish, uh, a member of our team who is delighted at how things scalpel have turned out. We did mention she was going to be a thing. I don't want to sound like vindicated and correct or anything, but we did like properly say that someone good would take her and burn the world. By which yes, I meant did. everyone. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I think that was the joke, wasn't it? The uh, the opening meme of uh, of season four is Kumba pushed my excrement in. <laughs> because nice. it's, yeah, um, yeah, I mean, it's not like he 12 nilled hype train and then 12 nilled mountain in the same tournament. Oh, no, yeah, wait, yes, it is. That's yeah, exactly that, what that was a thing. To, yeah. to be fair, I mean, hype train's playing a pretty low tier team with hunters, so. <laughs> How I guess that's his that excuse. <laughs> I mean, we're like tiering. We we haven't released a tier uh, list, which I think makes because us... tier lists are rubbish. Yeah, that yeah, which makes us the only podcast uh, not to have released a tier list. Although I think it's fair to say that we all thought um, that butchers and hunters would certainly be at the top, and then morticians, blacksmiths, other people. And it turns out people are quite into morticians. Now I'm not saying. <laughs> That's our fault, but that, <laughs> but it's kind of our fault, and I'm okay, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Um, but uh, Connor, I'll start with you because it'll be quick and easy because you're just going to say fish. But what have you been playing so far in season four? Uh, surprisingly, little fish. What? <laughs> what little fish is in white bait or something? Hey. No. Um, yeah, I've been kind of, uh, taking, taking over the, uh, resident flip-flop, uh, title of the (laughs) podcast in season four so far is you guys have actually been playing things consistently. And I think I've played every guild I own already and almost every captain I own. Wow. And the most played, my most played captains of season four so far at four games apiece are Hammer and Captain Brisket. (laughs) <laughs> oh, or, as in order. I endorse this message. I was going to say, Ben, that's your team, or was your team, or is your team. I've got no idea what you're playing at the moment. I suspect I know, but you know, we'll go from there. Yeah. Um. So, how is Captain Hammer and the Masons under season four? Because I have to say, they look pretty good in in the kind of consistent way that they always look pretty good. And and how is yeah. the, how is the loss of brick? You know, I um, it's different. The team plays very different than it used to 
Um, mostly just the loss of brick means you don't have that protection from countercharge. Uh, but what you do have is the protection from the granite vet harmony combination, which allows you to kind of shift damage wherever you need it and keep yeah. things alive. Yeah, I have a, a so, new I have a new guy up at, at Thor's, which is my uh, weekly Tuesday night club up at North London, um, who's been using the the uh, the granite veteran harmony combination. And I say new guy because he's been like cleaning up Batman tournaments forever. And but it's <laughs> it's it's hilarious to watch because you go, I'm going to punch you, but she's going to take the damage, and then you, my original target, are going to get angry about it. <laughs> it's just it's great. <laughs> yeah, I do like it. I'm not sure how much like how much fun I'd have using it or playing into it, but just the, the well, idea of it makes me laugh. Yeah, so it's interesting because I always preferred. And still do generally prefer football teams. Sure. Um, but I quite liked how Hammer played as a super solo in season three. Um, and I think his team is better now, but they've Great. also kind of uh, <laughs> replaced Grange as the misery prison. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think Chip Granite's even gained lend a hand. Yeah. So basically, the Granite Vet Chisel Vet Harmony combo with usually Wrecker, Hammer, Flint, uh, is starting to be known as the Hammer Prison Team. Okay. Um, because it kind of functions like Grange did in Season 3, except it's actually good. That people take uh, it. <laughs> and people can use it. And it's, ca- and it's capable of kicking off um, Actual with either pressure. Hammer or Flint. Hmm. And it's been a really interesting game because you have no pressure um like ranged pressure and all of your output outside of flint goals is in hammer okay so the whole game is basically about making hammer efficient and not letting people ruin hammer uh so it's actually a pretty slow game compared to a lot of season four stuff because if your opponent's smart they're not just going to run things directly at hammer because there's pretty much nothing that can one round him when he's got that support, and yeah. he'll just kill whatever comes in. I mean, Vet Harmony's still got marked target. He said questionably. Yes. So, yes. like, your threat extension is still massive. Yeah. Especially as you're putting Wrecker in there instead of Marble, so you've got the battery ram. So Hammer can go wherever he wants. I'm guessing. He can. But it's usually not a good idea for him. To, no, no, no. Because no, as sure. soon as he leaves that bunker, unless yeah. it's pretty much to win the game, um, it's really easy for them to take him prisoner and just kill him off. Um, and your team does nothing without Hammer. So it's been an interesting Rube Goldbergy type machine where um, if you're ever like a tiny bit out of any of your auras, it can completely screw you. But at the same time, if your opponent... Uh, doesn't know exactly how everything works, it can absolutely hose them. Uh, and it has fun things, like it makes it really hard for them to keep Hammer prisoner, because if they, say, try to leave him on one health, you can just soak the damage on Harmony to leave him on more than one. So they really I like the, I like the way the high damage amounts. I really like the way that even when you say fun, it sounds like you don't believe yourself. Like. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to ask who is that fun for because um, it sounds yeah. to me there's well, it's fun for neither of you, but you still get some bizarre, horrific kick out of it. Well, like, no... I mean, I enjoy p- 
playing I enjoy uh killing Cena, so I like that Hammer can do that. Fair. I mean if <laughs> if, if if people aren't familiar with Connor, he is known locally as Nos Fun Ratu, the fun pyre. As uh, uh, he you know <laughs> gains gains great enjoyment from destroying other people's fun and having all of his own. Uh, yeah, apparently when you've got three people on a podcast, it's a must for one people, to, one person at least, to have that attitude. Um, <laughs> so order then. If not, oh, have you been doing anything with with Honor after her? Substanti- yeah, substantial. So I played buff. a couple games with Honor. Yeah. Um, both kicking off once mm. into the mirror where I kicked into the Hammer Prison. Um, and I don't think uh, playing Hammer into Hammer is ever good when you're kicking. Mm. Um as having the ball is just so useful. Sure? Uh, so I played honor into that with vet chisel and did kind of the honor missile thing. Uh, oh, and I okay, ended up yeah. starting that game up eight nil uh, with two goals and actually still barely won uh, because it's really hard to kill anything in that hammer lineup. Well, it just sounds like um, two, two cheese graters slowly being driven yeah. to each other. <laughs> On the other hand, the, uh, the honor, Flint original chisel combo is super fun and lets you do all sorts of crazy stuff. Turn one, like to say that kill cool. original brisket when she's in cover two inches off their own deployment line. That was fun. Um, I don't believe you. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> order at least like can are they mildly entertaining? Can we move quickly away yeah. from Masons? Yeah, on, Honor is super fun, and if you like interactive games where both players have decisions to make that aren't don't play Masons solely based on positioning. No, Honor is pretty good for that. Okay, Just don't cool. play the hammer. I'm, I, I jest, I jest. But, uh... <laughs> so yeah, um, talk to me about Order. Um, so I think Order are my favorite team I've played in season four. Okay. Um, the is only that just because it's I'm mental not... football again? It's it's that, but it's also. They're kind of a team where the highs are really high and the lows are really low. Okay. Um, so with playing a team like Sharkfish or uh, Honor Masons or even, you know, Scatha, there's kind of a reliable path. But it's also, even for Scatha, it's more linear than it is for Order. Um, but when Order have the ball, they can basically rearrange their entire team and still get a goal. Yep. So in my first turn yesterday, I was receiving against Honor, and I ended up with I ended up dodging Fangtooth eight inches forward, and ended up with Brisket four inches forward with the ball and five momentum before I'd made an attack. Okay. Or moved Fangtooth. Okay, that um, sounds like a thing. <laughs> And then Brisket took the goal, uh, dodging another eight inches from passing, and then I'm opening. Um, and then Fangtooth would have threatened to go in on someone, but got goaded, so I had to kill the monkey instead. Um, <laughs> Is that a euphemism? <laughs> sure. Uh, and then I, the uh, the best part, though, was I actually ended the game where I got go- Brisket had the ball, and he had no one with two-inch reach that could threat Brisket, but he mm-hmm. hit a goad on her from behind her so between my goal and her yep um so i couldn't advance at all basically and (laughs) i ended up sprinting harry around uh popping the legendary to harry dodging harry in front of brisket again 
passing to him for a dodge. I'm opening back for a dodge, both of which were free from the hat aura, and then hitting a tap in, for, having better. having uh, having dodged and placed something like 15 inches. That was great. <laughs> I also could have just done four damage to marbles to win it, um, but that was much more fun. <laughs> I have I have no idea what he just said. I got lost oh, also, really quickly. Uh, Floored on Season Spigot when you've got a singled out in faction is also super fun. For you. Um, yeah. But the unfun <laughs> thing is for you is when, say, Fangtooth is tied up with Granite, who's in cover, and you have to make tack four attacks against a 3 2 30 uh, model. No. No, that is yeah, yeah. not fun. Like my, my experiences so far with Fangtooth, they've been a bit of a letdown. I mean, yeah, yeah he's, I've he's found that, that too. Six on five, but, you were a big fan you know. of him last season. Yeah, I've got, I'm still a huge order fan, and I'd still take him. You know, um, he'd still be in every list just because he terrifies the living bejesus out of the guy on the other side of the table. Fair, um, I was, I was, I was going to say, um, I mean, a that'll teach me to use the words Connor. I'll come to you first, as this will be quick. But secondly, <laughs> um, Ben, you've you've not been playing order, which is which is weird as far as I'm concerned because you've been like the flag waving member of the Sorthesian church as, as long as that's even before, before that was a thing when it was still a union. So yeah. why aren't you playing order? Um, I'll be honest. I got my head turned at the play test by the new alchemists. Um, <laughs> yep. Because yeah, the, the reason I love the order was the, you know, just the crazy things you could do with the ball. Mm. Um, it, it, you know, it's, it's like with the order, um, season three and season four, I've worked out how to get double turn one goal, and whether I kick or receive is ultimately irrelevant. I can still get two goals quite comfortably, thank you. Um, yes. So, you know, it, it's that kind of, you know, weirdness. But then the Alchemists had it as well, and the Alchemists actually have a viable takeout game, which the Order, they don't. Not so much. I'm sorry, yeah. they don't. <laughs> it's It's better in season four than it was in season three. But it's still yeah. generally just killing strikers or really weak wingers. Yeah, yeah. It, it it's a trap. You know, you you're basically you're a three and O team that might get a takeout or two if your opponent's not very careful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, alchemists. Yeah, they're my kind of crazy. Um, I get you know I I didn't like I, I I'll admit I dabbled a bit with them in season two. Couldn't you know? Didn't really stick with it with the game at season two. Um, had a look at them again in season three, and they played a bit like kind of. I'm going to get screamed at by Maria for this, but they played a bit like subpar engineers. Oh. Um, they they kind of they they clustered around smoke, threw some range damage plays out, and occasionally someone charged out to take a shot at goal. Yeah, and it didn't look a massive amount of fun to me. Um, you know, it was a very standoff play style. You know, it was mostly about kind of trying to grind people down and then pop the odd goal. I mean, that's Marie. A, that that sounds amazing to most things. That sounds like <laughs> an amazing way to game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is a bit weird. You calling other people a fun player, but so, yeah, that's um, fair. Well, I I do it with a, a degree of grace and charm that Connor lacks. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose you're fully aware of what you are. Connor is yes, still exactly. in some kind of bizarre denial. Also, Connor has the audacity to win, um, which oh. I <laughs> yeah, we're not so good at that. Yeah. No, not so I much. feel like we need to do a uh, we need to do a what they do in the shadows uh, comp. Someone needs to do a photo of that. I have no idea what he's talking about. Ah, uh, it's a great Don't film. It's a, 
It's about vampires. Oh, okay. Oh, fair enough. Anyway, so back is it, to the is alchemist. It, yeah, I was going to say, has it purely been alchemists or sort of anyone else in there as well? Um, is it Smoke? Is it Midas? Um, it's. I don't think I've, I've, I've had a couple of games with hunters because it's just, you know, my my struggles with them have been the stuff of infamy. Um, he says, looking at the two wooden spoons you you got for playing them competitively, uh, there wasn't a lot of compare competitive behaviour going on. But yeah. suddenly, you know, Skater and the Bear, they were, they were my two favourite players. They weren't very good in season three. They are bonkers in season four. Um, but still, kind of the the fun's been alchemists, and it's been mostly smoke because. Uh, just the stuff smoke can do is crazy. It's like, um, oh, she's only a four six move. Yeah, you say that. Um, that's a four six, you know, jog sprints, and then we've got a four inch smoke bomb. So it's more like another seven inch place after yeah. that as well. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I don't know if you've noticed, but if you make it all the way through the roll better blacksmith um, preview episode. Mm-hmm. Um, a friend of the channel, Mr. Jamie Perkins, talks about a chap at the playtest who was so impressed with the alchemists that he got from the table and just bought a box of them straight away. And as far as I'm <laughs> concerned, I reckon that's you, Ben, because I remember you doing that because we were both there at the, uh, the, the playtest for Smoke. And as, mm. as wonderful as Smoke was at that playtest, she got buffed um, for the main yep. release in season four, which blew <laughs> my mind. When we saw yes. that uh, originally, so yeah, I'm yeah. not surprised that you're she's seeing a lot of table time, and not only sort of playing games against you, but playing games against like Steve Cole locally. It would appear that Smoke has been the the bulk of games that I've played against that haven't been scalpel. Um, <laughs> she's yeah, she's it, certainly forming the most. It, it, it's quite heartening to kind of look at your uh, your snowflake indexes and see that the the alchemists are still like fifth or sixth out on the list. Yeah, which I, means I, I can continue to play them. But uh, I, yeah. I must admit, I did expect a bigger uptake. But I guess the thing about that sort of going through the and if people have got no idea what we're talking about, is I every weekend when I can be bothered produce what I refer to as the snowflake index, which is just a list of how many games have been played with each guild at tournaments registered on Longshanks since October 14th, 2018. Um, I wonder if Alchemists have had more of a casual uptake. Um, I suppose this weekend at SteamCon will give us at least anecdotal evidence whether or not that's the case. Yeah, that's very true. I think I'm at four people have approached me um, and said, you know, I really want to do them. I'm having some trouble. You know, do you you want to sit and compare notes? It's like any time. Yeah, yeah. I've put I've, my, my competitive I've said, record's gone from wow that's awful. So I, I think I'm five wins, one defeat, including uh, a tournament you, win. I was going to say, so, and you, yeah. and you won a tournament the other day with them, including which <laughs> tournament was it? it? Was one of the Potter's Guild? Yes, I, I can't. I don't know how they named them, um, but yeah, Potter's Guild Halloween something or other because it was the of, end of October. Halloween Havoc or something like that. I've got one of their dice. I have to say it's lovely, and I must mm. make my way up there at some point. And uh, in, in the semi-finals was against uh, again, I believe, Mr. Friend of the Channel, Mr. Jamie Perkins. Yeah, that was that was that. Yeah, um, nice. I still feel a bit. Yeah, I still feel a bit. You know, like I scoused him up and you know mugged him when he wasn't looking. But, uh, <laughs> I mean that is how yeah. you play, so that, that's that's fine. So, so Connor, this now makes you the only member of the podcast that hasn't beaten Jamie. Yeah, <laughs> come fight me, Jamie. 
Um, that would be quite interesting, actually, if you pointed Connor and Jamie at each other and got them to start talking. Who, you know, who? Which back one's off quickest? First? Which one's quickest? Yeah. Which one's loudest? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I think we know he's quickest and I'm loudest. Yeah, yeah but whether or not it's just kind of like implode. Would it look like an episode of Dragon Ball Z? Where you've just yes. got um, just two people shouting at each other for 20 minutes and then something happens towards the end. Only one way <laughs> to find out. Connor, you must, like, you you need to play Perk and beat him because I think we'd then be the only podcast with a full 100% record against him. Um, and, and considering other podcasts have much, much greater and better claims to tactical acumen than any of us, that needs to. I want that. I want that to happen, and in, in no way make it the tagline. Um, speaking briefly uh, of the podcast, um, thank you very much to everyone that has signed up to the Patreon. Um, the Patreon allows me to basically keep the podcast on the air. So, basically, through Buzzsprout, who I and other podcast people use to host, if I want it for free, then they're up there for three months, and then they go away. Um, by paying $14 a month, um, I can keep them there and in perpetuity. And that is both uh, BeerPod, Gibble Videos for Your Ears, for that is its full title, glorious such as it is, <laughs> and uh, Tales of the Free Cities, which um, aside from the um, pundit scout reports for the Free Cities draft has been woefully neglected, I am fully aware of, and there are future plans ahead of that. Had all kinds of things planned for the autumn for that. And then 10 hours of Mortician's content needed doing, so that kind of took my time away. Um, How many hours of editing? Oh, I, I don't even want to... I, I don't want to know. I genuinely don't want to know how long I spent editing that damn thing, but it was well, well worth it. Um, as the current uptake in Morticians is wholly our responsibility and not the fact that they got a massive buff. <laughs> yeah, that, that um, makes it yeah. very hard for me to shout about that. Yeah, um, but... It means that all the work that we did on Tales of the Free Cities for like the Union Chains fluff and things like that can stay there for as long as people like to listen to them. So thank you very much to those people who have signed up to the Patreon. Your exclusive uh, Bronze Beard Minis Dice is on the way to you. Um, for those people who are at SteamCon, I'll be hand-delivering them. For those people in the States, I'm delighted to say that I have a courier who will be taking them back to America after SteamCon to then post out to you so that it doesn't cost me a fortune in postage. But yes, brief moment to say thank you very much to those people and your continued support for letting this absolute nonsense continue. Um, so Hunters and uh, Alchemists, that it? Any others? Yep. Uh, no, it, it's been, you know, like I say, it was a couple of throwaway games for amusement value with Hunters, but otherwise, you know, considering I flip-flopped just as much, if not more than you, your good self, Rich. <laughs> yeah, it's been quite impressive. The risk, It's just they keep me coming back to them. Yeah. You know, I got, I got quite upset with the football um, last night, as it is well documented. I'm an extremely loud Liverpool fan. Tonight, you know, it, it, sorry, last night after the match, I, I put a tweet out and said, uh, there has been a football match tonight. Here is a picture of my cat. <laughs> uh, that was as much as I was willing to discuss it, um, and it's like, right, I'm, I'm gonna, I need to go and take this out on someone, and I still played alchemists. Oh right, okay. You didn't just throw Cena so, at people. Oh, it was tempting. It was like, I'm actually not do that. Yeah. Uh, either, throw either, instead. either in game or you know with the model, it's going to do damage either way. Uh, playing against your your alchemists. Um, 
has been really interesting because, of course, normally when you play against alchemists, you, you know, a whole bunch of conditions appear on you, and you're like, I, I must remove these conditions lest I take two to three points of damage at the end of the turn, or mm-hmm. then input bleed on me, or smoke uses her legendary. Oh no, that wasn't even a prosecutor before, was it? Yeah, no. it was. It, it was. It was wholly a case of I must remove these conditions so that I don't die. Now it's I must remove these conditions so you don't do weird. Ah, there we go. Twenty-four <laughs> minutes. I'm going to have to edit my own podcast. Brilliant. Um, let me write that down somewhere. Um, so it's right been... now I can swear at will because you've sworn first. No, no. The floodgates I... are open. No, I'm like, I want to <laughs> edit this, and I need to. I still need to pack before I get on a train in like eight hours' time to go to Steamcon. Um, so, so yeah, it's been it's been fascinating watching like poison be a resource, if that mm. makes sense. Um, just like yeah. you know, Steve Cole moving Naja around against me, taking poison off me to get a free attack to put it back on me, but gain a momentum in the process. And I was like, oh, that's clever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or just the dodges from Vet Calc and stuff like that. And I had no idea Sticky Bomb gave poison as well. Now it was just the yeah, the yeah I missed that too when I first read it. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people who, and one of the first things I say to people is, why aren't you playing veteran calculus? Mm. You know, I'm not saying I, I love the girl, but uh, kind Have of the reason. way if I you... draft at the moment, it's captain, mascot, veteran calculus, and then three other slots that may change. Yeah, She is you... always there. She's just, if, she just does so much heavy it. lifting. If you've got a reason for it, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of discussion that I've been having um with people about brewers, because you know, without wishing to skip mm-hmm. too ahead of game, I've played the vast majority of my games have been with brewers, yeah. um, and a lot of the conversations I've been having with people is if you've got a reason for taking X, cool, but if you're just taking it because of previous seasons, then no, yeah, you're you're mm-hmm. you're. I'm, I would suggest, kind sir, that your 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 opinion is not hundred um, percent what it could be. Um, mm-hmm. It's interesting because I've seen both veteran calculus and original calculus get dropped from twelves. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. And yeah. but it's, and again, people have had reasons. The, uh, the personal preference goal of Jamie seems to be doing pretty well. Yeah, we'll have to <laughs> to rock that meme out. So yeah, and yes, mm. I've spent mo- the vast majority of season four playing with Brewers. I I think it's fair to say agonized over what I would be playing at SteamCon quite a lot, boring these two gentlemen to tears. Um, yes, I've got about 40 pages of chat logs, which is yeah, him talking sure. him into, talking himself into and then out of various guilds. Yep. I tried farmers, to... I thought, were going to win it. I really did think farmers were going to take it. Farm, I mean, I miss me. Yeah, farmers were probably the, after morticians. Farmers were the first team I played in season four. I love the dependability of their damage. Just the ability to look at here is X amount of influence. Here's ten influence. That is pretty much guaranteed twenty damage. You know, it's yeah. the, that this the smoothness of the curve. I really, really, really liked. I also really, really liked um, the mindset of their influence. So I was running uh, buckwheat, um, buckwheat. Sorry, uh, thresher, windle, um, tater, plowman, and jack straw. Is that six? I think that's six. As and that's a ten influence team. But 
it hurt people so much. Um, <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't stay a ten influence. It team. doesn't stay like it was, it, and it was great because I'd be ten influence on turn one, and then by turn two, I probably scored a goal, and I've got five harvest markers down. And unlike I found in previous seasons, I didn't necessarily need to keep the harvest markers on the table. I could actually use them as influence. Mm-hmm. So it generally felt with I started with a little. I did some preparation work, and then I reaped the benefits of that preparation work. It worked exactly like a farm should, and I thought that was brilliant. Where it fell down, farmers for me personally fell down, was Grange, because I I spent most of season three solo captaining, regardless of what guild I was playing at the time, whether it it was Pinvice and Engineers, whether it was Fillet for... um, for butchers that's fillet not fillet fillet as in fillet full of knives um whether that was obulus for morticians it didn't matter what team i was playing i used one captain and i really 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 want out of season four to have two captains at my disposal um so i yeah, moved on from farmers uh and yeah just kind of like i i tried some stuff with union and it didn't work out i don't know why it didn't work out it just didn't work out i just there's <clears throat> something there wasn't clicking for me they're a lot of fun to use and i still think they're a great team i don't think they're what they their dominance is what it was in season three mainly because everyone else has been brought up more than they have if that makes sense yeah. um and you know if, if you want uh, an, a, a more in-depth opinion on that have a listen to the singled out treaties on union that jason did is it's very very good and very in-depth um, and it wasn't all just salt, which was quite impressive. no, no, no. It was gen- like you know, there is for you know, for as much as we we um, we mock and and lovingly rib Jason, he is a man that knows that guild exceptionally well, um, and has used them at the highest level of competition that this this hobby can offer. So you know, he's reasonably well positioned to present an opinion on them. Yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, but yeah, kind of settled on Brewers, two captains, takeout orientated reasonably simple play style was kind of what I wanted um, and also the lovely Mr. Dom Symes has painted for me a beautiful Brewers team um, and he is available for commissions should you wish do approach him he's I like criminally reasonable in terms of pricing um, and I've been having a lot of fun with him and I know like loads of people will woe is me over Esther's and loads of people will woe is me over Tapper because you know Esther had all of her character stripped away and tapper brings less influence now but i have to say i absolutely love using both captains they've been incredibly useful for me for a variety of different reasons like against you ben esther's was just a big cannon of nope yeah just like whatever you tried <laughs> just like nah nah mate not happening um yeah it, it, it's quite an interesting sub game um smoke versus esters because mm. um, i've played it a few times because my good friend uh martin rapatine um who's oh, my no, local oh, regular good, opponent oh cool uh he he plays brewers and farmers so i'm used mm. to getting my head kicked in quite regularly um <laughs> but uh yeah it when, when we play smoke versus esters it's like right who activates first if it's, it's testers, all, yeah, everybody's getting fishing. conditions yeah mm. if it if it's smoke Nobody's getting conditions, yeah. so uh, it becomes a game of captain chicken. Um, I have to say, I I really like what veteran decimate is, um, mm. and I think part of that is having been through like the playtest experience. You get very used to having to train yourself to disregard everything that you knew beforehand, and it's almost like when someone puts that card in front of you, it's the first time you're looking at it. Yeah. 
Um, and yes, like Veteran Decimate is not like this buff magnet that she was before. She's not this enormous damage piece. But what she is is an incredible taxi. Um, yeah. So I've just been using her to like just reach out and touch someone, bring them back to my lines, preferably either with stagger or knockdown on them. But either way, that momentous double push on two with attack five model and anatomical is incredibly easy to reach. Um, if you're using the heroic as well, then your you know, your mobility goes through the roof, and you're just positioning a model. And I don't care what it is, you know, she will probably go and get it and bring it back. And then at the top of turn two, um, for me, Tapper and Hooper have just been utterly destroying things. Um, yeah. Um, Hooper, good grief, that boy now. Oh, he is such a big, he's, brave boy. He's a monster now. I, don't, I think beautiful. he's probably the most played. He'd probably be my most played model in Brewers. Yeah. Um, yeah. He sort of fell out of the rotation in season three for me because of Decimate, but now they do yeah. a totally different job. Um, yeah, absolutely. It's almost like Decimate fetches models for Hooper. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and like I went in against half, and in one sw- like in two swings, I just went eleven damage, eleven damage. <laughs> and it's just, Ow. and then you just you, know, you can just see the blacksmith player just sort of like gingerly taking half off the table, just like that's, that's like that's... Cena damage. Yeah, it's like he's got he's got that. You know, if you've got a knockdown target, you know, if you're going in against a three and one, two and one, if it's been staggered, you're probably under commanding aura with true grit. So you attack eight, throw in a couple of crowd outs, maybe from tap, tap and maybe from veteran decimate. You're up to like tap. Um, you're up to tap ten at that point. Um, against a two and one model with um plus two damage because it's knocked down and you've got to stick the boot in it's really not hard to wrap and do horrendous amounts of damage um what i have found quite interesting is they they more than they have done previously is they really remind me of masons and the way that they generate momentum in the although like the masons um momentous damage is down the bottom theirs is all up the top so yep. if you're wrapping you know you're only really generating the momentum once Mm-hmm. Um, veteran spigot has been a delight. It's like here's oh. one. In, here, here's one influence. Yeah, have a um, have an eighteen a, have, inch goal threat. Uh, Sixteen nine, inch, nineteen inch, nineteen inch for one influence. Because uh, you got oh, a ten yeah, inch, you got a t- you got you got a ten inch sprint and then a nine inch kick. Nine That's inch kick. hilarious. Throw a quick foot in there from Esther's twenty one inch. Brilliant. Also, if you don't have the ball, just a. Free jog of eight inches with his heroic and then chuck yeah. a goad. Well, like underneath, um, like Aria from Esther is one thing I've if I've received the ball, um, with Mash and Veteran Spigot, both of whom can just pass the ball around for no influence and generate momentum or reposition your team. That's cool. Um, Scum's been brilliant, Scum's been absolutely lethal. Like, uh, sorry, oh, there, sorry. there we go, 35 minutes. Thank you very much. Um, you triggered me. It's your fault, actually. Ah, <laughs> oh, bless you, poor millennial. Um, uh, <laughs> I was born in '84. Get off me. Yeah, that makes you a mille- that legitimately makes you a millennial. Was it? Uh, oh, yeah, fair yeah. enough. I I'm thought it the was these silly year. kids. No, I'm the last year, '79. The rest of you, all kids. I'm Gen X. Get out of it. It's actually uh, the kids now are no longer millennials. <laughs> No, well, there's another the word that Rich will next... have to edit out if I use it. Hey, they're yeah, dead to it's me. It's the next generation now. All right, fair enough. All right, Pepsi. Um, 
Yeah, I, 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 I need more time with, with Stoker because he still looks to me like he might be the answer to my butcher's problem. Because, lordy, there's a butcher's problem. Um, <laughs> but that double momentous push and also, you know, setting things on fire, throwing down Molotovs, things like that, looks like it could be useful. Well, I have to say, I've been really, really enjoying Brewers. Um, mm. I've put Hunters in my case for SteamCon. Um, because Hunters were the team that originally brought me to Guild Ball, and if I'm not going to play them now, when? Because um, I, you know, that demo game that you gave me, Connor, of Vet Rage into Theron, which was horrific. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's time for 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 my Hunters play to get better. Uh, I've got Fish in my bag for SteamCon. Because I still want to try some footballing, and now fish aren't popular, I can play them. <laughs> um, I've got, I've got to rat- ask: Is your gaming bag a bag of holding? Um, no, it's quite no. It's just well organised. Um, it's certainly not. Like, have you seen the bag that Andrew from Singled Out carries around with him? That thing is massive. I oh, swear that's he's got, insane. Like, he's got a huge. He, I think Jason lives in it, um, or at least it wouldn't, <laughs> surprise, it wouldn't surprise me if that was true. Um, I've got rats in my in my bag for SteamCon again. Footballing team, and they're like you know they're like morticians, but not popular. Um, what else have I got in there? Oh, and I've got blacksmiths in my bag for SteamCon because uh, quick segue into the uh, Free Cities draft. I have said that wherever Gaffer goes, I go in season four because I love me some Gaffer. Uh, I may have heard a vicious rumour that he may or may not be based on someone familiar to me, i.e. me. Um, I don't even know if that's true. I don't care if I say it enough times, it will be. So, and it's looking highly likely that that Gaffer will go to Smith's. However, those of us who have been to SteamCon before remember what happened to Gutter and Fish. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So maybe maybe that changes, but I'm not sure. So Ben, you're coming to SteamCon. Connor, you're not. You're going to Czechoslovakia. Because you've been Ooh. bad, I'm not entirely sure. Um, that would involve time travel, though. Oh, the Czech Republic. Sorry, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Small, minor difference. All right, good point. Well made, um, Ben. What are you bringing, or is it just is it all alchemists all the time? I think it's just going to be the alchemists. To be honest, I mean, I literally, I I, ha- I, I do want to play other teams, but I really want to play alchemists. Oh, that's good. Um, they, like. they they've got me good. Damn you, Perkins. Damn you. <laughs> um, speaking of SteamCon, both Ben and I will have stickers on us. Um, if you want a sticker, come and get a sticker. If you want my cold as well, you're welcome to that. Um, we also have some dice for people that play against us. But generally, just come and say hello. It'd be nice. Yep. Like, like He's much taller than I am. I'm much hairier than he is. That's how you tell us apart. It's quite easy. Um Free Cities Drafts, though, Jen. Um, Connor, have you been taking part? Yeah, I've put in a few games, probably six or seven. I've got about six or seven more I need to write up. Um, hashtag cut list to fish. <laughs> it's not the greatest of surprises, that one, I'll be honest, mate. No. I, uh, I, I'm not going to lie. I think the pirate thing is cool and the Sultaris thing is cool. But I really just want to see what the design team does with a goalie and fish. Like, I think it's a really... So far, all the teams with goalies tend to be uh, more grinded out teams, with the exception of Season 4 Alchemists. Um, 
to some extent. Uh, it is, and I'd it like is... to see what a goalie... Like, the thing is, in actual sports, obviously every team has a goalie. So even if you're a team that's an incredibly offensive team, you're not going to be good if you don't have a goalie. And I'm curious how they would make a goalie that could, say, play with Shark. And I'm really hoping we don't just get uh, another Corsair scrum piece if we do get her. Uh, it is, and get it, something it, that can move the ball. It is interesting because if you're if you're playing fish as you are so often want to do, um, and I have the ball, you either want to get the ball off me as quickly as possible, or let me score so that you can have the ball back as quickly as possible. So I, I must admit, with Cutlass, it's a case of is she so much as a a uh, like a goalkeeper, or is she like one of those people that stands on runways with the big flags and just well, like you know, waves and points them at you know shoot at this thing. Um, so you you un, unknowingly stumbled into a trigger of mine. Oh, okay. Um, Sorry, millennial. Is, every everyone seems to say that that okay. you know oh you you know you don't want to score goals against fish, but I probably lost more games where my opponent opponent scores two goals than where my opponent successfully kills the ball. Uh, so the best example I have of this is I played Dan Adams of uh, Roll Better fame. Um, and he basically, I scored turn one with Shark. He, because of superior strategy, immediately got an honor snap back. And okay. because he was able to activate last, won the momentum race, went first on turn two and immediately got a flint snapshot because I had to kick out the ball without anyone left to activate at the end of turn one. Gotcha. And so now I'm down 8-4. And Shark can't really come back from that. And but is the, I think... Is the, is that a footballing thing or is that because you're playing a control team and the other team is dictating tempo? Um, it's a good question, but I think, I thought so. I think, um, the, the issue with that in particular is because a lot of people would say just play Corsair, but there's a lot of matchups where you want to put the pressure on with shark versus one captain and maybe play Corsair versus another and the problem is most teams can kind of counterpick their squaddies, but a shark team is very one-dimensional at the moment. Um, and I'd like them to be a bit more multi-dimensional, not in terms of not of uh, winning 3-0. I think they should be a 3-0 only team, and I'm totally fine with that. But I would like some way to better deal with um, opponents uh that are more of a a bit able to do those six point activations like a black heart and honor are. And those are kind of the two big ones because you don't really want to play Corsair in case they drop hammer or vet rage. Um, and I think it would be an interesting, especially since the way they wrote the bio made me think it's going to be more of a goalie like skulk rather than a counter charge type goalie. And just think about how much fun Skulk would be in Fish. Ah, that would be great. Out. Why does Skulk? Um, <laughs> I must. Admit, I was thinking, like you know, if they if they do get Cutlass as a as a fish, which does make sense, and from what I can tell, like it looks like that's likely. What kind of um, goalkeeper mechanics could they introduce that are new and new unique? Um, and like the two that occurred to me were either um, if Cutlass is within you know four inches of the goal, if your opponent scores a goal that's only worth three VP instead of four, um, mm. or denies the goal influence. Oh, that'd be interesting. 
Um, mm. I like. I think that second one is, is it, yeah. I think that second one is is less of an MPE, if that makes sense. Yeah. But you I could, think, go, you um, could play something along the along the gun lines because um, you're supposed to be a pirate with all that all the rest of it. Maybe they don't get to run the length or something. Oh, um, kind of, so you're kind of pinned in place. Ooh, I, I'll I be honest. I I just love to see more more along the skulk design because I, yeah. I love the design of skulk. I think that's such a such a well executed um, idea. I'd love yeah. to see more, kind of more his style of keeping than you know a compound or a tenderizer. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'd like to. We, see we have compound. Something... We have tenderizer. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see something like Skulk's aura he can put up where it reduces your kick, um, just because that's a cool ability. But one thing I think that she could do that would be unique um, is basically when the opponent scores a goal. She immediately gains possession of the ball and may make a kick with plus zero slash plus four kick. Oh, so, so she kicks it out instead of the game. She's kicking it out. Yeah, so you I like that. Give her long bomb. Hmm. Um, so you, you, are you put long bomb on her. Um, you could even put long bomb as one of her character plays and have the ability. She may immediately make a long bomb and a pass as soon. Are as... you generating momentum from that pass? I would assume so. Then no, um. <laughs> <laughs> um. because the the ability to then snapback snapbacks would be super cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is why you can't have it. And that's well, that, but uh, yeah. to be honest, you could you could you could um you should be able to make it where you can't actually hit a snapshot from it. So if she's a thirty mil model and she has to be within four inches of the goal to do it, can't perform teamwork um, actions. You it. can't. Yeah, or just say you can't perform teamwork actions, yeah. or make it so it's just mathematically impossible to get a snapshot out, snapshot out of it. Um, so if she's four inches and say it's an eight inch kick. Either way, like it's you, still might you, be possible. You passing the ball and then immediately activating is ferociously powerful. Yeah. Um, the Ben, where have your? But you would be losing a. You would be losing one of your ball retrieval or hag models for it. So it would be one of those things where it's not relevant in every matchup anyway. And I think that would be an interesting kind of archetype where she just moves the ball quickly. Okay, that's cool. Um, Ben, you've been quite vocal about your love of Nomad, if I've I've seen your posts accurately enough. Um, Yeah, they've been quite expressive. Uh, To be honest... I, for me, it's um, reading the you know the bio. Um, you know, I'm known as a you know as an aggressive football player. That's what mm. it, that's what appeals to me. That's what brought me to the game. And reading it, you know, about his janky ball play in midfield. Um, you know, that really appeals to me. Cool. Plus, kind of you, you you look at you know you look at a lot of the art. You've basically got Jamie Giblin co- crossed with Gambit from the X Men. <laughs> and I have absolutely no problem with that. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, you know, you, you know, yeah, Cammy with the pistols is cool, um, but the, I, I do worry about how they're going to be implemented in the game properly. Um, alchemists, my, we have a, my hope sorry. is a legendary. Yeah, I, I think she's got two pistols. Oh, that so would two be legendaries. brilliant. Because flintlocks take a really long time to load. Yes, and have a, yeah. 
and have a terrible range. <laughs> yes. That'd be fantastic if it was like range three once per game. And the thing is, I know full well that Jamie studied military history at university. He has Me a degree, too, yeah. in, as do you. Like, he knows how terrible flintlocks are. Come on. Just make him a legendary and give him a two-inch range. It'll be hilarious. Yeah, I, I just don't think alchemists need another ranged damage piece. And it's That's, like, fair. That's fair. Most of the team does that already. Please give me another footballer. You know, maybe that, maybe that ball retriever, you know, something like, you know, I don't know, ball's gone or something. Mm. Um, you know, um, various shenanigans along those lines um, to represent his janky football play, not, you know, Here's another. Here's another. You know, you do ranged conditions. Yep, we do yeah. that already. We do that fine. very well already. Yeah. Um, equally for me, I I want gaffer. Um, I love the idea <laughs> of I love the idea of gaffer. I yeah. when I was doing the uh, terrible Sean Bean impersonations um, for the Tales of the Free Cities audio book podcast um gaffer immediately leapt off the page at me one for two reasons one he's supposed to be like this older chap um in the world of Guildhall. this gave a phenomenal insight into the minds of the children working at steamforge games who think 32 is an old man jesus um, <laughs> thanks lads that that was good um but i really like yeah, the idea of him <laughs> the the principal thing that he brings being his knowledge of the game and that immediately like just sang obulus to me of just being having this guy that can scout the opposition and hand in like a you know a spy report to obulus and go brick's got a dodgy knee um you know ox favors he's got a cataract in his left eye and therefore won't see things on his right hand side just from a fluff perspective i absolutely adored that so i had been pushing for gaffer in morticians it is fair to say i have not been successful um, <laughs> in in garnering support for gaffer in morticians some people have been and thank you very much folks i appreciate your support in trying to make the sensible thing come true however um a combination of people liking edge's hair um and that's amazing as every every other guild like argued over like what kind of position they needed the principal point of debate in morticians was hair um and makeup choice bunch of goths and uh (laughs) dave i know right um dave cameron and uh jared mcgraw have been very vocal in their wish for lane to join uh the morticians so much so uh handy listeners such as you are i have been challenged to a game by dave cameron at SteamCon. uh the loser of the game must be prepared to shill the other one's choice for the remainder of SteamCon, which i have accepted this challenge from dave however he has failed to stipulate the game um so i my chosen weapon for this match will be mario kart <laughs> um so i'm not what's more fun than mario kart um it's a great, so game. great game it's a great game it's a great game um it's not it's not my fault that he failed to come to t- t- failed to stipulate terms um and this this is the mortician's representative good lord 
so I'll be playing Dave for the soul of the morticians at SteamCon over a friendly game of Mario Kart. So then just to sum up uh, just before we start to uh, head off to our various ways to SteamCon or the Czech Republic in Connor's case. Um, <laughs> hopes and dreams and wishes for SteamCon. Uh, Connor, I'll start with you, seeing as you know, the keynote will be your only real interaction. Um, what, are you, what are you looking for? Navigators. Aww. They lost the sea, Connor. Look, oh, yeah. bless him. That um, is a shame. What I am most excited for, I think, um, sadly because I'm away doing stuff this weekend, I won't even be able to watch the games live. But I'm super excited to watch the stream games of the LCQ and the World Finals. And I'm really hoping that the games are really entertaining and fun like they were two years ago. More so than people constantly walking into Counter Charge and Thresher killing everything like they were (laughs) last year. Please, God, don't let Scalpel win. Like, Um, I don't even... uh, Someone's got to go crazy with a football team play shark or alchemist i actually would love to see timmy make a run through the lcq with alchemists because i think he might be bringing them it's hard uh, to bet against him i mean there's a lot yeah, there's actually a lot of people cool. coming like internationally yeah. like i know i know jared McGraw's coming across um yeah i wonder if he'll be playing fish um yeah to see his conga line corsair in action that might be quite interesting but yeah it's it's uh, it's hard to bet against Timmy, I think, at this point. So, yeah, I think it's going to be one of the more interesting world championships of recent yeah. times. It, I think I think it's the... I think we kind of knew that Obulus was going to win two years ago. Yep. And although we might not have known before the weekend started that Thresher was going to win, we, by the time Worlds happened, yeah, we knew. knew. Yeah. Um, and I... I think there's been a lot of talk about scalpel but i think people are if they think scalpel's that strong they're definitely underestimating ox, ox. and yep. skatha yeah uh, and even theron yep. um and i think uh bots returning with uh, and playing ox and i think you're gonna get a dom playing something probably is union but who knows like there's a, i think there's gonna be a much wider selection of teams and i'm quite interested to see what everyone plays and just at going to 16 players from eight this year is super exciting yeah it's true it's true cool um ben steam Cole, what 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 have you got on your and your hopes and dreams and wishes uh, I'm, I'm hoping they make a big deal out of the uh, the the draft announcements because i'm also a massive american football nut um yeah. so you know, I, 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 I can't wait to see. Yeah, I can't wait to see how that all comes together. Yeah, it was a really good announcement during the keynote last year of where the um, Union and Chains um, veteran models were going to be going. But yeah, maybe they make a bigger deal out of this year. Um, Let's just hope alchemists don't draft Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> I I have no idea what that means. It's an American football. Panzer knows. Okay. Yeah, yes, Panzer does know. Oh boy. Um, Fair enough. I'm gonna to have to look that up later. Um, I won't. I won't care. I will have forgotten by the time I finish pressing record. Um, I'm nervously and tentatively looking at the Entertainers Guild seminars. Mm-hmm. Um, the minor guilds are a concept which I really, really like. None of them have particularly grabbed me thus far. Um, outside of the Rats Association with Morticians. 
Navigators have been fun when I've playtested them. Miners look okay. Cooks look okay. Um, the order looks alright, but not my... None of them have been my kind of fun. Um, a, a peek behind the curtain, such as it is, um, I have spent 15 years working in the entertainment industry. It is a industry of which I have a love-hate relationship. <laughs> um, uh, it's an industry which I've worked all over the world in. Um, and it's something that I know a reasonable amount about. So the Entertainers Guild sort of appearing on my radar, A, because they are an Entertainers Guild, and B, because they're the minor guild for the Brewers, the guild that I'm playing at the moment, is really interesting. However, it also has the potential to not tick any boxes um so i'm i i steamforge have well and truly earned the benefit of the doubt as far as i'm concerned and i i think i'm one of the more positive media people types around uh, because i don't like listening to salt so why should i speak like that um (laughs) but i must admit if the entertainers guild is solely acting i'll be a little bit disappointed it's the uh you mean if it's the cosplayers slash pantomime uh guild if it's the it's to give it a a a slightly less denigrating title connor uh, the mummery guild then yes that would not be ideal for me but then looking at it like the crossover models between brewers to to the entertainers the most obvious selections if an obvious selection can be made would be friday as a knife thrower and stoker as a flame thr- as a you know flame breather um no one else really has um can lay claim to being an entertainer aside from how much it amuses me to use hooper um so those yeah, I'm not guys... sure there's an obvious roadie in there is there yeah <laughs> i'm still disappointed that the fish didn't get a dock workers guild because that is essentially fantasy roadies um <laughs> The, yeah, Stevedores. They even had a fancy title back then. Come on, um, that said, there are things that, like, if they have a human mascot called Understudy, that would greatly amuse me. Um, that would be fantastic. <laughs> uh, that would that would I would I would genuinely enjoy that. Um, if it's kind of like a Punch and Judy show satire piece, it's not going to be for me, and that will be a bit disappointing. So yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing everyone at SteamCon. I still haven't decided whether or not I'm going to do the LCQ. I will be at the Forge the day before SteamCon, because apparently three days of gaming isn't enough. So if you're there, do come by, say hello, have a sticker, play a game. And I think for that, handy listeners, such as you are, will be a reasonable place to leave it so that I can go and pack my bags and get ready for SteamCon. Panzer, I shall see you at the weekend. Connor. Journey safe from the 80s or wherever it is you're off to. Um, and I shall <laughs> see you all when you return. And as ever, handy listeners, such as you are, I need a better outro. <laughs>